Hello, and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or, you know, hell, I'll say it. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome one and all. <laughs> there you are. So yeah, lots going on in the world, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so we, 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 <laughs> I probably made more show notes over this episode than usual. Um, but yeah, we got, we got 50 years of things. Um, I guess I'll go down the laundry list. So 50 years, you know, there might be overturning the thing. Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Which, yeah. That's a thing. It looks like it's going to happen. Not a, not a divisive issue at all. So we're going to go yeah, I mean, really in no. depth onto that one and, uh, express our deeply rooted personal opinion. No, we're not going to go there. <laughs> No, not this episode. Anyway, we may, if, if they actually overturn a thing, then we may end up having to comment on it. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, well, I think Brandon, you know, you and I were talking in, like, earlier this week about this, you know, leave it to the, leave it to the experts. You know, there's a lot of people that know about the law and this and that and the other, but it, then you start to think about it and it starts to dip into things like, you know, the medical side and then r really what three, four generations of of folks that you know Roe was argued on privacy, and it it's going to touch a, a side of technology that I don't think the Supreme Court justices quite understand is going to happen here. So we we I, I think we might have to carve out a little piece because we're we're pretty good at understanding technology and and stuff, and we and we cover some. Healthcare stuff. We we actually might have to do a thing. Yeah. Again, but, we may, we may end up having to having to talk about it. I I don't want to, um, but you know. No, but I, but I think it's important. You, you know, I I do think it's important from the, the standing that we've never seen anything like this done in this country ever, and then just the tracking and and law enforcement and and. What with the cascading legal mess of what's going to be available in terms of how people use apps or what they put in their phones or searchability, this could this could be really a complete fucking clusterfuck. Quite honestly, so oh yeah, it could be. I mean, I, under, I understand <laughs> just a very hot mess when it comes to privacy and the potential ramifications and yeah. day to day life and experience yeah. in this country. I, I, and you know, maybe that's part of the part of the plan. Who knows? I'm I'm not one to speculate, but you know. No, and I, and I, and I, I don't want to I I I don't want to step in one side or the other side. It's a highly morally contentious issue at a level that I don't want to touch. There's there's other folks out there that can that can talk. Yeah, it's that, a little it's, little it's gonna, little too it's cascade down for our yeah. expertise over here at the 14 questions because we are not experts uh, by any yeah. means. So we had we had teed up a thing. We were going to talk about walls in immigration because we've talked about immigration before that was actually where we're going right this week yeah we were we were headed there and then and then it just so well, happened well, that that you know a long-standing request for an episode of this show is is going to end up being fulfilled tonight because a, a thing a thing came up and we're going to well, do it okay, we said so we're never going to do it and now here we are we're going to do it so, <laughs> well, we are. So we were going to talk about walls and immigration. And of course, it, you know, if you're going to technically be 
correct about a thing, we would also be talking about aliens, resident aliens and non-resident aliens. And, you know, my, those are my little immigration but, but what about undertones. Extraterrestrial but, aliens. Or just aliens. So it's, it's where we're going folks is it's been, I didn't realize this. It's been, it's been 50 fucking years. And for the first time, I believe, what was it? Tuesday of, of this week. There was a there was a hearing on the hill, yeah, an open hearing. <laughs> oh, 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 an actual, not, yeah, not not a closed that, session, right? yeah, because so, I'm sure there have been <laughs> in the last fifty years. Uh, so, folks, again, I'll not one to speculate, the, but <laughs> right. I think it's a safe bet. But, yeah, I'll do the background on this. May seventeenth, twenty twenty two, and you know, if you know anything about fourteen questions, uh, if you're listening to us for the first time, you'll understand a thing. We watch a lot of C-SPAN and like the entire hearing and then, you know, argue with each other about like what pieces to put in there because C-SPAN does an okay job with the little stars and whatever. But anyhow, I digress. So this hearing, hearing on government investigations of UFOs. Yeah. yeah. First time in 50 years. 50, 50, 50 years. years. It's been We're 50 fucking years. Circling back and going, all right, let's re-examine <laughs> the... Uh, the whole way we collect and analyze and organize data regarding what at one point would have been unidentified flying objects, but I guess now the the hot buzzword term is UAPs or unidentified aerial phenomena. Um, right, and I think during the hearing they said they they renamed it again, but that's probably not going to be the the new acronym. Right, that. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when it comes to government, especially DOD side, acronyms are a thing, right? They they love their love acronyms. Them. It's almost it's almost as bad as working in tech uh, or or medicine yeah. for that matter. It's, I think it's yeah yeah. I'd be fair enough. Yeah, people people so love set, love acronyms. So to set it up for folks, it and, and this gets to actually some really interesting shit when we when we started to dig in on it. So. Literally, this is the, the, the Intel committee, but it's a subcommittee of Intel, right? My understanding. Okay, so Adam Schiff is the chair of the Intel committee. And basically, um, who is the, the, the fellow that's the chair of the subcommittee? I think his name was, yeah, Carson. And so they have two witnesses there, right? Um, Ronald uh, Moultrie, right? Yeah, and uh, was one of them Scott Scott Bray, and Scott Bray. So Scott Bray was the Navy guy, right? And then yeah. Moultrie's on the on the, the what the DOD side. Yeah, he's an undersecretary, I believe, of the, the DOD. So you know, pretty pretty serious folks up there. Um, yeah, talking about a thing, and sure, yeah, you know, it's, it's been yeah. fifty years, and you know, cameras have gotten better, right? <laughs> <laughs> that that our, they have, yeah. our our cameras, um, and and apparently some technology has gotten better in terms of, you know, monitoring or laser whatever they have. I mean, shit, the shit in your phone. I mean, think about the phone you used fifty years ago. Okay, it plugged into a it plugged into a fucking wall. So the the <laughs> shit we have is <laughs> fifty years ago. Shit, it was a rotary phone. <laughs> like, right. So. There's sort of this, it's, it was a, it was a fascinating hearing from my perspective, because the entire time I'm trying to fill in this 50 years of 
well, we have, we have more information now. And then cross channels of information and databases and then sensors, but we can't reveal sources and means and our sensors. And I was like, huh, well, you know, okay. My, my phone's a lot better. <laughs> what do you all have? <laughs> yeah. Their, their, their technology I'm, I'm sure is, is uh, leaps and bounds beyond what we you have think, as, right? uh, as, as consumers. Right. But then, you know, it gets a, in a public yeah. hearing. There, there were multiple instances of, hey, we're going to save that for a closed session. <laughs> you know, they'd get asked a question. So yeah, getting I mean, more into specifics, yeah. right? And it's like, eh, can't really, we're not going to know. And we'll talk about that behind closed doors. But uh, what you would obviously right. expect some sort of overlap between uh, unidentified flying objects or aerial phenomena and... Uh, and classified information and technologies, right? <laughs> like they almost go hand in hand. I mean, absolutely. But there's there's a lot of now. There's a lot of like, I I don't you know. There's there's talks of you know navels talking to DOD and DOD, and they're talking to Department of Homeland Security, and they're talking, you know, levels, and then how do you push that out to the FAA and et cetera, et cetera, and not just you know trying to find out you know little green people or whatever. Like what is going on, and and then drones, and you know, yeah, and just you know, other adversaries, and I kind of go, it's sort of a clusterfuck, and and we just did an episode recently on like flying cars, like let's just add one more layer of complication, <laughs> yeah, right. of what could possibly go wrong, like all right? this stuff, yeah, I mean, it, you know, and it, it comes down, you you kind of briefly touched on it, but like, like how is the data organized? Is it standardized across? agencies and, and government bodies and then Correct. is that shared and are, are there disclosures in place you know for like secret research test projects uh that may overlap and be causing some of this and, and is there a way for that to be you know disclosed without compromising a program uh to to those in charge of investigating those things and, and how does that information flow and I, th I think that was a big thrust of this session was to kind of Un unclusterfuck <laughs> that rat's nest of information and try and make it flow a little better because ultimately, you know, we all want to believe in, in aliens and foreign, you know, extraterrestrial life. Um, but it is at its heart a national security issue because it's either <laughs> intelligent life from another planet, which could be potentially very bad, uh, hopefully not, or, you know, it's, it's our adversaries with advanced technologies that we don't know about. Um, so, you know, and these, can these things add, have to can be I, taken seriously, right? And can I add one more layer of complication that came out in this hearing on top of this? So the, the, they, they talk a lot about the, the, the previous stigma of somebody mentioning that. And I don't just mean the average person that, you know, got taken and, and up to space and then dropped back down to the earth. I'm talking about like people in the military that saw a thing. And they were like, no, dude, you're, you're one of those UFO crazy people. Yeah. And I mean, they, 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 they mentioned the ability now of misinformation and disinformation. You know, we, we, we kind of understand this. It's, it's fucking problematic. It's problematic with elections. It's problematic with democracies and it's problematic. So to keep your footing, you know, add that layer of fun on top of the cake and you have an absolute clusterfuck of explaining when 
you know, military or non-military or the FAA or your regular pilots or, or, or folks walking down the street, see a thing. They're kind of like the shit could go sideways and, and it could just be, it could be a joke or it could be like send people into panic. Yeah. Yeah. One way or the other, you know, (laughs) like, are are you a a tinfoil hat wearing loony, loony tune or, you know, is, is, is it like mass par not mass paranoia, but mass panic, uh, you know, akin to but like more of the world back I in mean, the day, right? <laughs> you know, right. Like this. So they waited. They waited fifty years, and they waited until we got an internet and the ability to like post pictures and share them and shares and likes, and everything's going to be perfect. And I think there's a certain level of underlying panic of the first, <laughs> the first whatever flying saw, whatever it's going to be in the air is is. It's going to go viral, which is cool, and they know somebody's going to try to fake a thing, like with a Mylar balloon, but it could cause literally like national security to like pull their hair out and be like, that's not a thing. Why are these people like, you know, leaving the city? Like, you know, yeah, there's, folks, there's some shit potential. could go wrong. Yeah. So now that we've given away what we're talking about, do we want to, do we want to, before we go to break, do you want to push the first thing we got in the can? Yeah. Just yeah. To yeah. Queue up it's, the it's hearing? Just a a little snippet from the the very early part of this hearing, uh, just kind of laying some groundwork and context. Uh, And it's a little bit interesting. So let's, let's give that a, give that a play here. More than 50 years ago, the U S government ended project blue book, an effort to catalog and understand sightings of objects in the air that could not otherwise be explained. For more than 20 years, that project had treated unidentified anomalies in our airspace as a national security threat to be monitored and investigated. In 2017, we learned for the first time that the Department of Defense had quietly restarted a similar organization tracking what we now call unidentified aerial phenomena, or UAPs. Last year, Congress rewrote the charter for that organization, now called the Airborne Object Identification and Management Synchronization Group, or AIM-SOG. For short, today we will bring that organization out of the shadows. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I I mean, it's good. All right, folks, I think we we gotta take a break, so sit tight. We'll be right back. We took a break. Welcome back. That was a, that was a rough one, my friend. That was, and Dan went outside because uh, the dog was barking, and then there was a flash of light, and he disappeared. Uh, came back almost instantly in my time, but to him, it was what fifteen years. You said that was a long time to have a probe in your hand. No, 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 no. Um. <laughs> so, no so, stop with this stuff. So, folks, I'm, I'm going to pull the curtain back here a little bit. So, Brandon had an earworm with the FX. Or the whatever files, the X files in his head. The X files, yeah. So he's he now he's been playing me music from um, Close Encounters. So now it's made me hungry. Like I need like a massive thing of potatoes in front of me. 
Am I am I wrong? I mean, any, any, anything I, anything I, can be uh, used to make a sculpture if you're creative enough, you know. Just making me hungry. We're recording on late tonight, so I'm just seeing potatoes and mashed potatoes, and you know. I, anyhow, I those, digress. Those hunger pangs anyhow. feel like something's about to burst out of your chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So Maybe, we, where you were should we? just have Kelly? some M and M's. You know how many other yeah thinly veiled. <laughs> Alien movies can we reference in 35 seconds after break here? I don't know. We could we could talk about Kelly Blue Book value of a car. But had you ever heard of Project Blue Book? I, I vaguely recall kind of being aware, but not. It, it's not something I've ever really dove into. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I have heard of that, but not in any capacity. If you went Project Blue Book, what is it? I'd be like, uh... Used car valuation? I don't know. <laughs> we, we folks, we just said that so we would get like a thousand more bots and trolls on our Twitter feed. But anyhow, yeah, Project Blue Book. I'd never heard about this. Like, oh, I've also didn't hear about underwater sensors, but apparently there's closed session because immediately after this hearing that started at nine thirty in the morning, it lasted about an hour and thirty eight minutes. Watched all of it. Um, they're going to do a closed session. So just yeah. to tee a thing up. Yeah. <laughs> underwater <laughs> underwater sensors to, uh, you know, I'm sure monitor things other than just unidentified phenomenon stuff, you know, pretty sensitive subject. Yeah. That they were going to so, discuss there, but it came up. So folks, you got to bear with us. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to push in our little pieces that we think are relevant of this hearing and then discuss them. And we have lots of show notes, but you know, we'll see what kind of orderly fashion we can we can go in. But I think you were going to press the next little, put the little next snippet in there, and then we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, sure. Let's I do a thing. All right, listen to a soundbite from C-SPAN, and uh, we'll we'll you know we'll break it down. It's fair to say that you are a science fiction fan. Is that correct? It is fair to say that uh, I am an inquisitive mind who has uh, spent 40 years in the intelligence field and has focused on both science and science fiction. That is fair. Could you tell us about it? Yeah, well, yeah, look, my generation grew up uh, looking at um, space sagas and, and the Apollo program. So all of us who uh, grew up in the 60s uh, were, were just thrilled by watching um, our first astronaut land on the moon. That was a momentous occasion to people who were of different generations. Uh, some of them didn't believe that it happened. I still have relatives and friends who don't believe it happened, right? Science fiction to them. But to us, it was, no, that's the progress that we've made. And so I was enthralled by that, and I've taken that to heart. I enjoy um, uh, the challenge of what may be out there. I have mentioned to you that, uh, yes, I have followed science fiction. I have gone to conventions, even I'll say it on the record. Uh, uh, Got to break the ice somehow. But, uh, you know, I, I have done that, right? But there's nothing wrong with that. Um, don't necessarily dress up, but I do, uh, you know, I do believe that it's important to show that the Department of Defense has, um, you know, we have character. And we're people just like you, just like the American people. <laughs> I'm with the government I'm, and I'm here to help. <laughs> I kind of, I, 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 and, and folks, we, you know, over here at the 14 questions, we, we'll, we'll beat the shit out of some folks calling balls and strikes in these hearings. And, you know, you can go back a few episodes and 
and do a thing. This hearing, as serious as it is, there's some kind of like just nicety. It, it it was probably the most enjoyable hearing I've watched ever. I think. And, oh, it's and, high on the list. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. You know, devoid of any of the normal partisan shenanigans that tend to go on in these things. Uh, right. Where everybody's so uh, whilst whilst the subject matter is serious, it's it's not a uh, contentious, divisive issue. So everybody's relaxed in in a way where it it feels less formal than a lot of these hearings. Where there's you know you can just sense that there's so much tension in a room, and everybody's kind of like, okay, like let's let's do and a there, thing. And, uh, and there is tension at times. We yeah. got a button for that, but. <laughs> But it's kind of like Andre, the um, you know the, the the representative Carson, who's the who's the committee um, sub chair, I believe. Um, the fact that he's he's questioning, you know, um, Moultrie in this way to just kind of ease into it, uh, I just find I, I found that refreshing. As um, did and I, then yeah. they get into some certain, and then they get into some some serious stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, I've gone to some conventions. I, I don't, I don't cosplay or anything to paraphrase, which, you know, in fact, we have a button queued up that's irrelevant to this where, you know, it, you can kind of get like the, the, some of the playful banter that you don't normally necessarily have in, in these congressional hearings and in regards to that statement, which is kind of funny. I'll, I'll play that now because yeah. it just kind of piggybacks on this anyway. Mr. Walter, you said you don't necessarily dress up. <laughs> uh, that wasn't a real strong statement. <laughs> you like, and that was, folks. That was much later in the hearing, so there was a lot of like serious shit in the middle that we're going to cover here in a second. But just to give you the, yeah, just it, it was it was nice. It was yeah, nice. no, it was a fun, playful callback to to kind of <laughs> insinuate like. Yeah, are yeah. you sure you haven't shown up in a stormtrooper outfit a few times here and there? Like, you know, like why not have some fun with these things? We're all people, and they. Yes. I'll, I'll tell I'll tell folks out there. It's almost worth going to. I'm not sure what the minute count is on that C-SPAN video, but when you when you look at the, I believe it's a staffer um, sitting behind. Um, I think it was uh, Crawford that made that comment. They they can't they can't hold a straight face. Crawford's holding a straight face because he's you know he's yeah no everybody he's, else is. he has to go into questioning. <laughs> Everyone else behind bit, him, yeah. yeah, it's their faces are like it, it. It just gave me it gave me some it gave me some charm in my heart to go. You know they they do actually have fun even when again they're talking about some pretty serious fucking subject matter, which we're about to get to. Yeah, um, for sure. After. I mean, we, we got to have a bit of a fight here. Okay. So folks that haven't listened to the 14 questions, um, North Carolina was first in flight. Um, Ohio has a claim to a bicycle. Um, but the representative from Ohio, I think is the next, <laughs> the next soundbite. I think we should h hit what he said. Cause you know, he, he thinks they, they know about flying things. Um, well, they and know then, they and do. And I, I guess mean, we, if you're into, if you're into us, words are hard. Uh, UFO conspiracies. Yeah. It's not even a Monday. We're recording on a Wednesday. So everything's yeah. backwards. But uh, yeah, the Wright Patterson Air Force Base, right? It's like the uh, Area 51 of, of the East 
what what what, what they used to refer to hangar H or something like that where they they kept UFOs and the remains of alien bodies and stuff so you know that's that's Ohio coming from you. the guy from Ohio this is why we have to discuss this stuff <laughs> you know down here in North Carolina we had the Wright brothers and these motherfuckers no, they have no, like you, conspiracy you, theories you had a beach in with Ohio wind. we had the Wright brothers and apparently we, hangers and like secrets. Yeah, apparently that's, like, you know, what, what, whatever. Again, in, in the world of UFO conspiracies. Okay. You got, I'll you get, got I'll Grim get, Lake I'll, Nevada and, uh, and Fairborn, Ohio. <laughs> 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 well, let's play a clip from something a little more serious. Uh, All right. And, uh, and a representative from Ohio here. Um, and do we need to put out protocol for civilians that may be in that arena, like through FAA? Do you think that would be appropriate and helpful? I think standardized reporting, without a doubt, is key to helping us get to, the, to ascertain what some of these are. I think it would be important as well. Do we... Um, there are other people besides uh, the U.S. that have had these experiences and reported them. Is that correct? There are. That's correct. Uh, it, yeah, so they, you know they they carry on and talk about China. I guess has recently implemented a program to document, track, and hopefully identify these things. You know, this isn't a phenomena that's strictly limited to us here in the United States by any means. No, and in, in, interestingly enough, it's it, between the various alphabet stuff, right? Whether or not that's DOD or FAA or the Navy or whatever. It, or just the general public, which they get into later in this hearing, there is concern about, you know, we, we do all live on this one thing, this globe. Do we do we have sharing protocols between countries and they get into allies and quasi and maybe people that we don't get along with, um, which could be useful if... If it is green people versus just <laughs> again, it's such a slippery slope fucking with each other. You go, you know these these are either naturally occurring phenomena that you know appear to be something that they're not. You know, like what did the Saint Elmo's fire? Or, you know, we have all these like ball lightning, free floating plasma and stuff that's really freaky and weird, but we can explain. Or it's advanced technologies of us, our allies, or our enemies. And, you know, whatever viewpoint you're sitting from, that, that still applies. Uh, so you don't necessarily want a free and open sharing of this information. But then, to your point, if it is extraterrestrial, then suddenly the dynamic shifts and it's it's not us versus China or Russia or whoever. It's the right. world versus, well, whatever else is out there. So, you know... Let, 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 let's let's examine the thing for a second. The, the the basic understanding that I think every American or anyone you know in the Western countries or in other countries understands at some point in time, if if somehow all of humanity could get destroyed, they needed to install a red phone, right? My understanding is there's like a red phone on the presidential desk. If it rings, they answer it. If it rings, somebody on the other side answers it and they say a thing. So I'm just going to go with every government needs a green phone. <laughs> but they're they're gray. They're little gray men, not little green men. Come on, man. 
They're, they're green people. They, they, they're they don't gray. even gender them. They're like, gray. Don't, or we could, we, we, if, if we argue about gender, about the fucking aliens, they're gray. We'll be annihilated. Short, short man. little, short little hominids, okay. big heads, large okay. eyes, sunken in black, <laughs> gray skin. Like, listen, listen to the people that have been abducted. I, Little green men. I'm a thing proponent from television. Gray, green, or a, 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 an interesting color of that on every desk. I mean, these are little island nations and large nations, and who knows where the, these? You know, if the gray people, green people, whoever decides to like do a thing, everyone needs a gray phone. And you know what? And, and everyone feels included now because you know the red phone was just <laughs> with the big important whatever. Yeah, green phone, green, gray phones, whatever. That's what we need to go to. That's my recommendation after watching this hearing. It's it, they got to be tinfoil phones. Gray, green phone. The tinfoil phones. Yeah, it'll be fine. I like it. <laughs> do we? Do we want to play just just so people? Let's go. Can we go to shift? So Adam Shift, who is the 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 actual chair of the Intel Committee, I, I found his. I always find his questioning really interesting, but I found his questioning particularly interesting. Can we can we play that? I think it's the number three that we yeah, have in yeah, the can. Yeah. Can I go from there? All right. Gentleman yields back, Chairman Schiff. Thanks, Chairman. Um, Mr. Bray, can you rerun that first uh, image that looked like it was outside of a plane window? Um, and if you wouldn't mind going up to the screen and tell us what we're what we're seeing. Uh, I, not that you can necessarily tell us what we're seeing, but right. explain what we should be looking at in that first image. Absolutely. Uh, and Alexi, what I'll ask is if you can stop it at a certain point. I, yeah. What, what, what do you make of that? I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> One, can, can you tell us what we're looking at? Uh, you know, you can point out what we're supposed to be looking at, but can you actually identify or is this classified or unknown? And then also the the commentary of it, we're going to we're going to stop this at a certain point. Um, I'm curious what what goes on later uh, in said video, whether that's, you know, potentially classified, you know, military technology that we have that is. they didn't want to show or, or there's something a little more interesting regarding this unidentified phenomena. Uh, and who's to say, right? I mean, I watch the, you know, and, and you watch the hearing and you can't quite see the screen that they're seeing, but it is kind of in, interesting. Okay. We're seeing it's something we can't see, right? Um, uh, it's unexplained. A pilot, a pilot took, when, when pilots do a thing, when they, they can't, Figure out a thing. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. It, 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 again, interesting. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. And, and you know, yeah. the last few years we've had some videos declassified and, and confirmed, um, you know, as, hey, yeah, these are actual unidentified phenomena from, you know, military aircraft uh, and pilots and whatnot. And, and you go, like... Can you imagine the guy sitting in a in a multi million dollar aircraft, like the the most advanced flying technologies we have? And and you go, there's a thing outpacing me, outmaneuvering me. I have no fucking clue what it is. And how do you how do you keep your cool at that point? <laughs> not not just go, oh my god, 
uh, what the hell is happening right now. And it's, it's pretty wild to think about really. Well, and it's not lost to me. Okay. So cameras, sensors, sources, and means, because this is, we can't, you know, obviously this is why they have a closed session thing because apparently whatever is going on when they're flying around the really fancy planes, it almost seems like these pilots know these things exist, but they don't know of the things being recorded. So it's like they, they pull out their, their, their Android or their iPhone and they do a thing and film it out the side of the window. And they're, you know, they're actually, you know, steering the plane. So they're trying to do a thing and then they do a report. And then the, the culmination of that is, thank God somebody did something because, you know, we have a marker in time and, you know, maybe somebody from the ground saw it or maybe some other alphabetty whatever, you know, saw a department in Homeland Security saw a thing buzz by them. Yeah, and the FAA and pick all anything this up shit on, together. on their radar. Yeah. You know, like it, it, at that point, you can start an investigation and in the more data, the merrier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to go, what what the hell was this thing we saw? Um, you know, it, it, and it's interesting. What'd you, what'd, you, what'd you make of that? Um, I think it's minute 4408 in this hearing with the with the um, triangles, with the night vision piece. And they also said we were going to go into closed session and talk, talk about this, but because you know cameras and stuff. So they were they were talking about like, well, it was a thing, but because of the light source and a SLR um, camera that was doing a thing would have created this. The- yeah, I, I don't know, because, you know, they, they quickly refer to some study that says, yes, we can produce these or reproduce these triangular shaped lights or refractions or what have you off of drones, I think was the context. Um, right. I don't know that I have enough information there. I don't know why you would get the triangle shapes necessarily, because most... Um, shutter, or not shutter, but aperture systems that would potentially cause that sort of artifacting uh, are, are more rounded than triangular, but, uh, you know, maybe there's a specialized piece of technology or the way a sensor in, in those particular cameras is designed. I, I, I don't know. I could prattle on, mm-hmm. but I just don't have enough information to make a, an educated guess at it. Yeah, it was, it was one of those, it caught my eye because I'm like, okay, that you have a, you have one or two and then, oh, there's a cluster there. Unexplained, reported. And again, they were like, yeah, we're in closed session. We're going to talk about this later. Yeah, they probably, Light source, probably could get a little more in, like, in depth like, into mm-hmm. some of the technologies yeah. involved. Um, and, and it may just be, you know, some sort of like stealth capability uh, where, you know, like some of these stealth planes, my understanding. I mean, that's fair enough. Is that, you know, yep. they use like triangular shaped panels at varying angles to Hmm. reflect radar signals and stuff. And so potentially uh, there's, there'd be something there. Maybe, maybe they have some unique technologies for refracting light off of a thing to make it less visible to, you know, even the human eye. Um, Who knows? Again, we could speculate all day, but I simply just don't have enough information. That's, I mean, yeah. You just caused a conspiracy, but anyhow, because that's a pretty good explanation of maybe they're they're 
it's us on us or it's somebody else doing a thing while we're do, 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 yeah interesting anyhow you want to do um what, what 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 else do we have left here i think gallagher uh, yeah we have uh, five or yeah just yeah. two 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 more now in one of them's you know just a, a a nice button up from the session a little feel good moment uh but we'll hop on this one real quick Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you for allowing me to join this hearing. Um, I really appreciate uh, the witness's testimony. Um, Mr. Moultrie, as the chairman uh, mentioned, uh, DOD had an initiative to study UFOs in the 1960s called Project Blue Book. It's also been well reported in our briefing and in, in other places that we have more, have more recent projects, specifically uh, ATIP. Could you describe any other initiatives that the DOD or DOD contractors have managed after Project Blue Book ended and prior to ATIP beginning? Did anything also predate Project Blue Book? So I, I, I can't speak to what may have predated um, Project Blue Book. I mean, of course, there's Roswell and all these other things that people have talked about over the years. Um, I'm familiar with Blue Book. I'm familiar with, uh, with ATIP. Uh, I haven't seen other documented uh, studies that have been done by DOD in that regard. So you're not aware of anything in between Project Blue Book and ATIP? I'm not aware of anything that's uh, official that was done in between those two. Okay. Hasn't been uh, brought to my attention. Hmm. That's an interesting way of kind of dodging a question. I don't, I'm not aware of anything official. <laughs> I mean, as opposed to I'm not aware of anything, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, on the books, nah, not aware of anything on the books. Uh, <laughs> correct. Which maybe is an implication that there's been some off the books programs that he may or may not be aware of. I don't know. Again, conspiracy theorists well, eat or- this shit up. But it is linguistically, no, I, I find well, it kind of interesting. I do too, because literally they're trying to wrap their arms around this, right? So my general takeaway from this entire hearing was, you know, not that it's on books or off books. It could have been this group or Navy or DOD or who who, who knows what's doing a thing, right? Or it could be an adversary or it could be like some drone operator or, you know, like literally with the amount of like satellites and space junk we're putting into the world, like private companies are throwing stuff up there all the time. And there's just so many fucking moving pieces. And maybe they listen to our episode about flying cars and they're like, oh, shit, this is real. There's going to be flying cars in like the next five years which I know folks that are listening to us, you, you go back and listen to that episode. They're here. They're already flying cars. Um, I mean, what, what do you make of this, Brandon? Like th- th- there is no, there is no singular agency that can manage all of this. I don't think. No, definitely not. And it, you know, it, personally, if, if there is a, a, a government agency in charge of, whatever these things, you know, whether they're terrestrial or extraterrestrial, right? (laughs) Um, One way or the other, if, if we captured, found a wreckage or did anything, it's going to be very, very secretive because it's going to be technologies that either, you know, are, are foreign or not of this planet. Uh, Both again, highly, highly, highly sensitive. uh, If you're going to be reverse engineering and try to, trying to figure a thing out. So 
you know, it's nice that we're having public hearings, but also it's it's kind of like logic would lead us to the conclusion that eh, until the little green men start walking around and shaking hands with people, are, are we ever going to know? You know, are we ever going to know the truth? Probably not. Well, but the problem is, you know, let's say said flying car or, you know, child's drone hits a thing and then crashes to ground and then, you know, and then we've, we've covered drones in past episodes and then, oh, the property owner is like, that's mine. And they're like, nope, boom, they show up with a white tent and, you know, and then it's an interagency dispute in this country, like, no, 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 that's FAA. No, that's, uh, you know, the Department of Transportation or that's the DOD or that's. So there there was some discussion in these hearings, like we, we need some communication between us. When a pilot sees a thing or a, a, a drone goes up, there's somebody's personal drone goes up there and they're just trying to take a picture of their new pool and something whips by and was that friend or foe? Like it, this is, it's kind of interesting to me because this is so fucking complicated at a level of like, how, how do you discern all this information? Because you don't want anyone going to the damn, you know, green gray phone and screaming alien or going to the red phone and, you know, <laughs> yeah. chucking some, go, chucking some bombs, burn, right? Burn like, it all down. Yeah. Burn it down. Yeah, right? no, it's in, I mean, it's so a fine line to be walked. That, that's for sure. And, 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 and folks, not, it, it shouldn't be lost. I take this, I take this stuff very seriously because there's just so much going on, right? I mean, just walk through a, a, a electronic shop or a Best Buy or whatever and ask yourself with all this stuff moving around and all the things going on, what could possibly fucking go wrong and, you know, you, you get too close to a thing and you don't realize you're beside a military thing. And then, you know, the adversaries are like, oh, this is a great place to do a thing. And something drops to the ground and, you you know, you, you get the space people in your front lawn. Yeah. You know, you know. and again, yeah. as, as more and more like consumer drones uh, hit the market and they're becoming ever more affordable, you know, what's what's not to stop a guy from taking, you know, a thousand meters of fishing line. Uh, and then, you know, some mylar yeah. fake kite kind of thing that looks really weird and dragging it behind the thing, you know, a quarter mile back. So you might not notice the drone, but then, you know, or somebody's, you know, their backyard, they're like, oh, somebody's flying a drone. And then a quarter mile down the road, somebody else's backyard, they're like, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> you know, and it's just, you know, or somebody pulling or a prank, I'm gonna t- as it were. I know we've gone long. T- no, I, I know we've gone long. T- you know, in the, in, in recording the podcast, but what what's to stop somebody trying to fake a thing and go viral on the, the, the tick spaces or whatever the fuck it is. And then all of a sudden misinformation, disinformation, and you know, people are panicked. I mean, we, yeah, we, or, we covered or it's just a clever publicity stunt Martian, for the newest alien movie. Right. <laughs> you know, like those right. things are I mean, bound to happen. It's inevitable. Uh, that's why we can't have knee-jerk reactions. Oh, we have to have, you know, responsible investigation of a thing, uh, which ultimately I think is what what this committee in this hearing was trying to establish yeah. the groundwork for. Yeah, and I like it. Do you want to? Um, we got one more button to play at the end of this, right? So that's the uh, yeah sub chair. Like, I'm probably saying that wrong. 
bipartisan yeah, nature. Back to the thing. Yeah. And, it, and, and again, it was nice. And, you know, anybody that's interested, we'll, we'll push it out there into the ethers and this and that and the other. But it, it's, it's, it's not just nice. It's a, it's a pretty, I mean, they covered a lot of stuff. They made my eyebrows like go up a few times. Like, well, we got to talk about that in closed session, which was, I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, but generally, it, they're sort of saying this is what could possibly go wrong. We got all this, you know, like it's a fucktardery of, you know, flying machines and things all over the wherever. And, you know, maybe there are some UFOs out there, like the actual, like, you know, people from other planets, which... You know, given we landed a rover on Mars and stuff, you know, it's about time, I think, that you yeah, know, maybe I mean, somebody's trying to do a thing down here. But anytime now, it'll be, it'll, yeah. it'll be great. A monumental yeah. moment in human civilization, <laughs> if we ever get there. Or maybe we're just alone in this entire big, expansive universe. Who knows? Correct. So do you want to, do you want to leave it there and just outro out on this? last clip or do you want to come back in after this last no clip? i think we can we can play this and uh and let that drive. let that segue us out here i like it so, all yeah, right this, well this folks, was just the, guess, the nice happy till, ending right <laughs> yeah well until next time and uh we'll outro on this and then you know do a thing sure until next time all right all right. Uh, with that, I want to thank you all for, for taking the time out. I also want to thank uh, my colleagues on both sides of the aisle for participating in this very uh, historical and important um, hearing. I think it's one of the few times we can demonstrate some degree of bipartisanship around UAPs and UFOs. So I love it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts.